The way we consume and share news today is largely rooted in social media outlets, a reason why it is crucial that we look at what's being discussed online, from the hottest issues to trends for our daily social media minute. We are joined through Zoom with Yerika Park. Good morning. Good morning. That's a beautiful corner office you got there. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's nice actually. I like this. Uh, I like this office. Our entire building, mm-hmm. our the, the floor that we use, is surrounded by windows on all four sides. So fantastic! Fantastic views over Tianlong. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Yerika, uh, the first news is over Girls' Generation. Um, this mm-hmm. is Girls' Generation is actually the first idol group that I actually got to see in person when I started um, Arirang Radio like what was it almost 15 years ago so there were a couple of the members i know there's like you know a handful of them but a couple of the members were they actually came Mm -hmm. into arirang radio for an interview and that they were the first um idol group that i actually got to see in person they were just getting started back then but today's news is not so great years ago yeah was it 15 2006 it was so it was a while ago that was a while ago um, but today's news is not so positive news on them because their latest uh, music video uh, is being <clears throat> accused of plagiarism. That's right. And uh, the director who produced the group's uh, latest music video uh, to their song Forever One, uh, his name is Shin Hee Won, has uh, admitted to those accusations of plagiarism. And uh, he formally apologized on Sunday. Now the director, Shin Hee Won, is known for producing popular K-pop music videos uh, for groups like EXO, Seventeen, and Shiny. And uh, Forever One is the title track of Girls' Generation's seventh full-length album, which dropped uh, on August 5th to mark the group's 15th anniversary. Um, So what happened was after the music video for Forever One was uh, released the same day, some Japanese fans criticized that uh, one of the sets in the music video features an emblem uh, that resembles very closely an emblem used at the Tokyo Disney Sea theme park in Japan. Okay, so... Um, the act of plagiarism, what what was the exact workflow? Was it purposely done? Was it just laziness? Was it a mistake? What, what, what actually happened there? Um, you know, uh, after being commissioned for the music video, he said he was involved in the entire process of production, not only the planning and directing, but also selecting each and every individual prop that was featured in the video. And uh, he said he was looking up ideas and references online for the music video's set design. And he came across this original image, which was an emblem for the 15th anniversary of Tokyo Disney Sea. And what he failed to do is borrowed the design without getting permission. Right. Borrowed being a very euphemistic term, I guess, in this situation. So he failed to check the original source image. But this controversy over plagiarism is kind of a hot topic in Korean music industry right now. I know a couple of months ago, Yuhiar actually faced heavy backlash for uh, accusations of plagiarism as well. 
That's right. I just want to say to creators or artists, I don't know, do your due diligence, you know, do the research. It's so easy, I think, especially in this day and age, to get lazy because of the sheer amount of content that is available online. Uh, it's massive and it has never been easier, I have to say, to take other people's work. I have to say steal other people's work without permission. But also it has never become easier to get uh, caught in the act of plagiarism because viewers and listeners and uh, people are not stupid. They recognize things. And, and so many eyes are now on uh, the soft content coming out of Korea. Exactly. So, uh, you know, it, as much of the attention and the notoriety and the critical acclaim that we are receiving for our soft yeah. content, that should actually cause the creators to be more careful and to be more original yeah. in the work that they produce. Exactly. I mean, it's only been a few days since this music video was released and already just immediately after almost the Japanese fans were at it. You know, they're like, hey, this looks familiar. Yeah. But, Things like that. Yeah. And there's also a little bit of a nationalistic pride going on, you know, between Korea, Japan and you know, they're always looking out for something to uh, nitpick about, yeah. not saying not, not not giving an excuse for what happened here. And also, I That's wanted to know that uh, Yu plagiarism, that was actually cleared up, though, right? Mm -hmm. Who he was the accused of plagiarizing. Yeah, he came back and he said it was not copied, wasn't it? Um, yeah, he did. I mean, he did admit that uh, the two pieces that were at the center of controversy sounded very familiar, one, one of which was his. Uh -huh. But he, I think he tried to make excuses for himself. I mean, it, that was not the only piece that uh, people criticized for plagiarism. There were, there were a slew of other uh, works as well sure. uh, that was at the center of attention. So he's like, you know, listening to all these music all the time. I mean, he's a musician, which is understandable, but uh, it must have been somewhere in my conscience that it just came out. But again, I don't, I don't think that is a, a very good explanation. I, I feel like if people call you out for something, you should at least have the decency to admit your wrongdoings, sure. but uh, that what that wasn't completely cleared up. That's right, for sure. Right. When he stepped down from that long-running TV show. Well, at least uh, director Shin in this case stepped up, apologized, accepted his mistake, and yes. is trying to move on in a better way. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, jumping over to Norway for our second story. A beloved 600 kilogram walrus named Freya unfortunately and very sadly had to be put down. Yeah, the Norwegian government made this difficult decision to euthanize its uh, walrus, Freya, who has become sort of a celebrity in recent months. Now, the decision to euthanize the walrus was made on an overall assessment of the continued threat to human safety. So he sort of became this uh, sensation this past summer on social media and uh, the young walrus had been spending a lot of time at the Oslo Fjord, which is on the country's eastern, southeastern coast. And uh, she seemed to be seemingly unafraid of humans, which is very unlike most walruses. They're really weary of a human presence and try to shy away from them. But this particular walrus actually seemed to even like humans. Well, anyways, uh, several popular videos uh, on social 
social media show this walrus sort of like climbing onto small boats to sunbathe and just chill out. And um, in the past week, uh, the government warned the public to stay away from the animal, saying they had observed visitors swimming with her, throwing objects at her, and getting really dangerously close to her to take photos. Now, unfortunately, the public has disregarded the recommendation to keep a clear distance to the walrus, and that's why they decided to, you know, euthanize her. But was there any other options, possibly, you know, relocating her or, I mean, yeah. to put one down? Is, not, is it really the walrus's fault either? You know what? They did consider multiple options. They knew that they were gonna that they were gonna be black backlash uh, for this decision. But uh, apparently, the the operation, for example, moving her to a different location, is such a complex process that uh, they concluded that this was not a viable option at this time. Um, like I said, they were aware of the reactions to the government's decision, but uh, they stand firmly with the decision they made because they said that human life and human safety was their number one priority, uh, even if they do care about animal welfare. Mm -hmm. And uh, I could only imagine that the public reaction for the uh, euthanasia was mm -hmm. not very popular. No, many people were actually appalled by the decision. They, there were numerous uh, posts on social media that said the decision to euthanize her was too hasty and was completely unnecessary. Uh, their reason for saying these things was that apparently the fisheries staff were monitoring uh, Freya with a patrol boat to make sure that the public was safe. Uh, their bet was that Freya would leave the fjord soon, uh, as she had done on her previous visits uh, in the spring earlier this year. Mm. I mean, it's always an amazing experience to be so close yeah. to wildlife. And uh, because of that amazement, the feeling of amazement and, and newness, people want to go approach these wild animals in their habitat and encroach upon their territory because, yeah. you know, they want to say, hey, I got to swim with a walrus or I got to swim with the dolphins or whatever. But this could have uh, such big negative consequence for the animals who are just reacting uh, naturally, instinctually yeah. uh, from, from, from their perspective. And uh, this is a 1,200-pound walrus. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Although they shy away from humans, if they're provoked, they could attack, you know? Absolutely. Not because they're, yeah, not because they're horrible animals, because they're trying to protect themselves. Mm -hmm. And just in, there, there, it's just a reaction that comes out of their instincts. And, exactly. Uh, a very sad news. Uh, mm -hmm. And I, I, don't know, I don't know where my stance is usually on these kind of things, because I, I actually don't blame the animal for it. It's the humans with the higher intelligence level that we need to learn to keep our distance. And they had been warned by the government to right. stay away. Yep. Okay. And uh, finally, a very famous actor, a very popular actor, uh, even here in Korea, uh, from the famous Spider-Man series, Tom Holland. Uh, he's actually uh, decided to take a little break from his uh, social media channels. That's right. Um, you know, the star had been absent from digital platforms uh, in recent uh, weeks, but he came back in a surprise appearance on uh, Instagram to make a couple of really important announcements. Now, Tom Holland shared a video on his official Instagram account and said he had been struggling for about an hour trying to come up with the words he was going to use. 
And yeah, he said he has been off social media because of mental health issues. He says that he finds Instagram and Twitter to be overstimulating, uh, to be overwhelming. And he says that he gets caught up and he spirals when he reads things about him online. And ultimately, it's been very detrimental to his mental state. And so he decided to step, take a step back and uh, delete the app from his phone. And uh, the reason why he briefly returned to Instagram was to bring awareness to uh, this charity, STEM4, which is an education program that helps young kids manage their mental health. And um, yeah, that was his reason for making this comeback. And now he has once again deleted the app from his phone. So we won't be seeing him on Instagram or Twitter anytime soon. I kind of share his sentiment a little bit. I yeah. actually these days, I so I haven't really shut down completely, but I don't mm -hmm. post on it anymore. And right. I think <laughs> I'm afraid to cut it off completely. I don't know. It's probably FOMO or something. But mm -hmm. I miss the days when there was no Instagram and when there was no Twitter. I know, right? But uh, it's been it's been so long since I've been on social media. I mean, starting with, gosh, going all the way back, like I Love School and Free Child, there was SciWorld, all these different kinds of, uh, you know, social media platforms until Facebook came along. And then I started, you know, Facebook and then moved on to Instagram and things like that. But, uh, you know, the, the, the mental health that he talked about in this very short video clip, it's it's being felt by so many people around the world, it's really palpable. And uh, the kind of risks that uh, the younger social media users are exposed to have been in the news uh, a lot in recent days. Absolutely. These technology were developed to actually bring us together and keep us more closely connected. Yes. However, there are uh, severe side effects that actually mm -hmm. work the other way, where the polarizing opinions or the polarization in society in general is more evident because of these uh, Yes. technological advances but as a parent my worry is how does it affect the mental health of my children when they get, get to the way age of having cell phones by themselves and being able to mm -hmm. interact on these platforms by themselves getting that dopamine hit and then getting addicted to that dopamine hit every day yeah. I, yes. I, I don't think the, there could be any positivity coming out of that well, you will have to make the decision soon because that day is going to come. My oldest child is six and she's continuing to ask me for her own cell phone. She's six years old. She's not even uh, in first grade. And I tell her, no, 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 no. And she's always eyeing one of my old iPhones that I have in my drawer, right? She goes, really? yeah. And I said, nope, you're not old enough yet. But she, uh, yeah, six is, a, six is way too young. Way too young. You. Way too young. Yeah. All right, Yerika, yep. thank you so much for your time this morning and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Pleasure. Bye. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.